My name is Lacey White, and I'm a psychology-based branding strategist. I harness the power of subconscious psychological triggers to create brands that attract your dream clients. You deserve a perfectly aligned brand, and I'm here to make it happen. Oh my gosh, guys, welcome the fuck back to the psychology-based branding with Lacey podcast. I don't know if you guys missed me, but I missed the hell out of you guys. Before we jump into today's episode, I'm just going to take a moment to pull back the curtain a bit and share a little bit about what I've been doing the past three weeks. Firstly, for all of you wondering, I am not shutting down the pod. The Psychology-Based Branding with Lacey podcast is here to stay. So buckle up, bitches. I guess you can say the past few weeks have been sort of a reset for me, both in my personal life and my business, mostly in my personal life. I mean, business has been going as usual. Of course, I've still been working my business, but I just needed a bit of time and reflection and uh, just some time to really do that self-care. So in true life fashion, the universe had to throw some adversity my way and a few pebbles and stones in my path to trip over. But this allowed me to take a step back and learn a few lessons. A lot of themes from my childhood traumas resurfaced during this time. And honestly, I'm really proud of the way that I was able to claim time for myself to navigate my fears surrounding things that I experienced in my childhood, such as abandonment, poverty, self-loathing, and isolation. So although these lessons are non-related to today's podcast episode, I'm just going to share a few of the lessons that I learned with you, and um, hopefully you get something out of this. Okay, so the first was that you don't have to be everything to everyone, and it's okay to say no if what's being asked of you does not feel aligned, or if you just don't want to fucking do it. The second was don't make any decisions until you ride out the emotional wave. So many people are so quick to make such final decisions at the height of emotion, and when the dust settles, they really regret it. So that was a huge one for me. That lesson is just really big because the way that I'm designed is to have to, like I have to let the emotional wave ride out. And then when I'm in a neutral point, that's when I can make a decision. And finally, the last lesson that I learned is that even if you lose everything, that thing, that person, that house, or that job, The universe has your back and you're going to be okay. Now, guys, nothing catastrophic happened in my world. I'm not homeless. I still have a job. Like, I'm still working. But when you go through things in your life and face adversity and you face the possibility of losing things that you thought were a permanent fixture in your life. You kind of have to come to terms with what it would look like to live without them. And I guess these lessons kind of stemmed from that. And so for that, I'm thankful. Anywho, let's jump right in to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to reverse engineer your branding. 
And what that means is simply beginning with the end in mind. Your desired outcome for your branding is really going to determine what your branding should look like. So let's dive in. Okay, so before determining what your branding should look like, you first have to determine what you ultimately want to be the result. And you can do this by asking yourself a few questions. The first question, what does my target audience look like? Are they male? Are they female? Are they both? Are they young? Are they old? Or are they somewhere in between? Okay, second question. How do you want your audience to feel when they see your branded content? Do you want them to feel that your brand is trustworthy? Do you want them to feel like they need to hurry up and get whatever it is that you're selling? Do you want them to feel warm and loved? Do you want them to feel like they're connecting with their femininity or masculinity? Do you want them to feel like they can count on you? And third question, what does my audience expect to see from brands like mine? So oftentimes I see uh, a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs really not asking that last question. What does my audience expect to see from brands like mine? And one of the issues that people have with this question is that they feel like, what am I supposed to like steal how another brand looks? No, you're absolutely fucking not. Like, let's be rational here. Your brand does need to be unique, but it does need to take into consideration what the industry calls for. If you are out here selling feminine products and nothing about your branding is feminine, there's an issue. Your audience is expecting to see something specific tailored to the people that you're looking to service. So I'm not saying jack other people's brands, just be mindful of what your audience is looking for, because if there's a disconnect there, it's like an example that I gave in a previous episode where show up to a seafood restaurant, right? And you're expecting to get like this wonderful salmon filet, but they bring out, they bring you a steak. Like you're at a seafood restaurant, you wanted seafood and now here sits a big piece of red meat in front of you. It's just disconnected what you thought you were gonna get, right? So that's that. Answering these three key questions is key to unlocking how your brand should look and feel. And you should never, and I repeat, Never start selecting colors, fonts, visual elements, or create a logo or website for your brand without taking these things into consideration first. Because nine times out of 10, whatever you select without taking these things into consideration is not going to be aligned with what you're looking to do. Your outcome is to target the people who you're looking to sell to. And if the people that you're looking to sell to are not attracted to what, however your brand looks or feels or whatever your visual content is, then they're not going to buy from you. So 
let's dive a little bit deeper. I'm going to give you an example. So let's say I have a business where I'm a female yoga instructor and I teach mommy and me yoga classes. What does my target audience look like? Well, my target audience are moms in the 25 to 40 age range who have children ranging from infant to toddler age. All right, how do I want my audience to feel when they see my branded content? And by branded content, guys, I mean your logo, your website, your social media, your brand messaging, and any other visual elements you put out there to the world to market your brand or your business. So I want my audience to feel loved, supported, and empowered. My class gives them a way to connect with both motherhood and themselves. So not only are they doing something for and with their child, but they're also doing something for and with themselves. So we're, we're integrating motherhood with self-care. All right. What does my audience expect to see from brands like mine? Well, imagery that is serene, tranquil, and colors and visual elements that rep are representative of both self-care and motherhood. Now that we've answered those questions, we can begin to decide how the branding should look based on what the answers are. Because I'm looking to target youthful mothers, I want to keep the imagery I create relevant to millennial moms. My business name needs to be something relevant, maybe something like Mama Stay Yoga. It may also include imagery that incorporates mother and child. These things will resonate with moms in that age range. Since my audience is female, and I want them to feel loved, supported, and empowered, the colors I need to use need to support that feeling. And as I discussed in a prior episode, the colors you choose are super important because every color invokes a different feeling within the person who sees that color. I talked in a previous episode a little bit about red and how it works in the McDonald's logo to create a sense of urgency to make you hungry, and to make you a little angry to create that feeling of hangry. So the same thing applies here. But since we're looking to invoke the feeling of love, supportedness, and empowerment, the colors I need to use are soft colors, serene colors, feminine colors, like let's say turquoise, teal, lavender, soft pink, mauve, etc. And given the demographic that I'm targeting, this is not only what they would expect to see from brands like mine, but it's what would resonate with them psychologically to attract them like magnets. If I'm using, let's say, green and orange for the mommy and me yoga class, I'm not going to attract people if I'm using green and orange. Like, what are you, Vonage? That's not going to work. Those colors don't resonate with the people that you're looking to attract. 
So you want to be very mindful of that because that's very important. I would say color psychology is probably one of the most important elements of branding. And if you get that wrong, your whole brand can be wrong. And I know that we, in today's day and age, we don't like to speak in absolutes or tell people that they're wrong, but the bottom line is certain colors for certain brands are wrong. Now, I hope that you guys have gotten so much value out of this podcast and out of how to reverse engineer your branding. And I hope that whether you have just started your business, have started your business, but did not take these things into consideration in the beginning, or if you're looking to start a business in the future, I hope that you can incorporate these concepts and make your business better and just take your business to the next level, no matter what stage of the business that you're at. And as always, if you have any questions, DM me on Insta. I am always so excited when I hear from you guys, and I'm so happy to answer any questions that you may have. And I'm also excited to just help you take your brand to the next level. Like, you guys don't even understand how giddy I get when I get to fully invest in someone else's vision and make that vision come to life and just drop these like gold nuggets of info and gold nuggets of strategy. It makes me so happy just to be able to do it. And if you got value from anything in today's episode, please be sure to share it on your social media and tag me. Also, my Valentine's Day sale has ended. But don't worry. For those of you listening to the podcast, if you DM me on Insta and say, hey, I listened to your podcast and I want your special pricing, I will give you 10% off of either my branding package or my website design package. And you guys, if you don't have solid branding in place, I always recommend doing the branding before the website. Um, If you skip straight to the website, it's kind of like a putting the cart before the horse type of situation. And I usually won't touch a website until I know that there's solid branding in place. So hit me up. Let's talk about it. And you can always go to my website at LaceyConsults.com to schedule a free consult. I'll also put all that info for you in the show notes. And until next time, guys, just keep kicking ass. If you've received any value from today's episode, please share it on your social media and tag me. I love connecting with you guys. Need to get branded and don't know where to start? Head over to my website and schedule a free 30-minute consult. Let's chat and see if we're a good fit to work together.